You're listening to an 11 o'clock comics presents Little Bad Karma. If you start me up, if you start me up, I'll never stop. If you start me up, if you start me up, I'll never stop. I've been running hard, you got me chicken, gonna blow my top. Hey there, folks. Christopher Neesman here, and this is uh, not a regular 11 o'clock comics episode. I've uh, I've kicked out Vince and David and Jason and uh, and brought in some old friends of ours. We have Mr. Uh, B. Clay Moore, Mr. Seth Peck, and Mr. Jeremy Hahn, and we're going to be talking about their Kickstarter project, Bad Karma, which is one of the uh, the more exciting Kickstarter projects that I've seen that's that, that's come up in the last uh, last year or so, and and Kickstarter in general has been this amazing kind of like fountainhead for uh, for comic book uh, ideas and, and and creations over the last year. It's allowed a lot of creators to get their ideas out, and uh, the whole crowdsourcing uh, phenomenon has has really uh, has really been a big boon for comic book creators. And uh, whoever wants to start, you know, Clay, Seth, Jeremy, whoever, uh, kind of talk about Kickstarter in general. I don't know. I think it's uh, it's sort of a byproduct of maybe how difficult it can be to. I, I don't know how to say. I, I don't know how to say this without sounding like it's exclusionary. To, mm-hmm. But um, the 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 hardcore demographic is not huge in, in comics, um, so it's it's possible to reach out to your directly to your audience this way. And I think, um, you know, over the course of a campaign, hit hit most of them, and, and it also gives you the opportunity to maybe branch out a little bit and find people who would not be able to find the product um, through normal channels. Um, because as great as a lot of comic shops are, most most people don't have easy access to a comic book shop, mm-hmm. and this is the kind of project. This one in particular is the kind of project. That even if they have access to the average comic shop, it's not something necessarily they'd find on the shelf. You know, they have to go through the process of pre-ordering it, and, and sure, and they, or there yeah. might be one copy on on the shelves, and right. and right. it's like, whoa, what is this? And right. you know, it's you know all, but the thing, you know, all of you guys and and uh, what Alex Grecian is the is the one bad bad karma member that that's not here tonight, um, but he all. Hates you. Yes, Alex does hate me. But yeah, all of you guys have had published work. You know, you know, Jeremy and Clay, you've you've worked on projects together. Um, Seth, you've you, know, you had you know stuff in '76 and Sorrow, which I I was always sad that Sorrow didn't continue because it was awesome. Um, but and, and then and then Alex with with Proof and and his prose work. So you guys are all known quantities. You've you've all had uh, you know, published work and had you know fan bases in comics. Um, why why do this through Kickstarter? Why I do it that way instead of you know pitching you know, comic company you know X Y or Z you know. I think one of the cool things about doing it through Kickstarter is, is sort of controlling the process all the way down. I mean, you know, we sat down and decided every you know every detail that we wanted in, in this book, the kind of stuff we wanted to include. You know, Jeremy did a lot of running down, you know, pricing and publishing and you mm-hmm. know costs and um, you know the other thing I like about it is that it's sort of participatory. You know, it lets it lets the fans kind of take part in the creation of the book and sort of, in a way, determine what what goes in the book because a lot of the extras 
especially now that we've hit the goal and we're in, in some of the unlockable stuff, you know, that's that's where people get to determine what kind of things we want to add on. If it's whether it's a gatefold or mm-hmm. you know more pages, more stories. Um, but I also, yeah, go ahead, Seth. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I just I, I think the incentive part of it is what appeals to me. I, I like the idea of letting people be a part of it, and uh, you know, beyond like Clay mentioned, sort of the logistics of, of getting your stuff out there and finding your audiences is just kind of the unique nature of this. And it's it's you know we're collaborating with each other, but you know in a way it's sort of collaborative with our audience and uh you know letting them letting them be a part of it and, and uh kind of you know finding out what they what it is they want to see yeah it's um my comment earlier i i to finish that thought kind of i i think one of the one of the cool routes that people have figured out how to use and jim uh, jimmy just jimmy palmiotti just did his sex mm-hmm. and violence book this way and and it's not it's not to find a separate uh, it's not to find a different distribution channel than what's already out there. Uh, I think ultimately we'd like to figure out. In fact, I know we want to figure out how to get this book into Diamond and into the you know into the hands of retailers, um, probably in a different, slightly different format. Um, so, in that sense, it can kind of pave the way for the mass market that exists. But 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 this gives us a chance to give people sort of, I mean, you know, literally a special. This, in the big discussion about digital comics versus physical comics, one mm-hmm. of the things that I've become convinced is that a lot of people, myself included, are fine reading some comics online, but people still want like the fetish object, you know? Yeah, really yeah, the the, the, the tangible, the hold it, feel yeah. it, yeah, sure. right. So this gives us a chance to do that without putting any pressure on a publisher or retailers or what have you. Um, to support us sort of after the book has been published. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we know where our target audience is going to be. We know, you know, we, we know who's going to buy the book. We know the book is, is – the costs are covered. And so it gives us the opportunity to just have the freedom to put together a really kick-ass project where, you know, Seth mentioned Jeremy running around and, and, and handling pricing, publishing, and this and that. You know, Jeremy through and he can, he can speak to this a little more, but some of the people that he's dealt with down in – uh, in, in Joplin, who have helped us sort of expand the package, uh, mm-hmm. artistically speaking, um, in, in terms of its physical form and special special add-ons and stuff like that. There's no, I mean, it's just he can throw it at us. We figure out what the costs are going to be and whether or not it's it's feasible, and we can just do it. You know, I mean, it's there's no no other hoops well, that we have to jump through or anything. And I, I think that that's one of the that is one of the most fascinating parts about all of this. It's like even if we go to, um, you know, we, we all love Image and, and work, have worked closely with Image. If we took this sure. Image and did the project there, we would be able to do, you know, we'd be able to do the book itself. Or may, maybe even do it as a nice hardcover too, but that's, that's, even, that's a harder sell across the board to retailers and everybody. Mm-hmm. But, but we, we, could, we could definitely do it. But then what we were interested in beyond that was the idea of all of the fun stuff that comes with a product. And Kickstarter has kind of allowed creators to go in and say, okay, we're not only going to make the book, we're going to have all of this merchandising that you can actually get without the usual um, hoops that you have to jump through. You know, we, 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 we looked at it and, uh, one of my good friends uh, is the printmaking professor at Missouri Southern State University, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a great guy and, and loves comics and loves what what I do and, and, and loves making art in general. And we started talking about you know let's why, why don't we do like special handcrafted prints, um, 
silkscreen editions uh, of, of various things, all you know, things that you can't get. Like there's there's no way for us as creators to say, hey, let's do this image and include a silkscreen print with every book. It's yeah. Yeah. Logistically, it's kind of impossible. This way, we know exactly how many we need. We know everything involved in it, and we can kind of figure everything out and, and make it work. And it's an exciting process. It is, and and you guys have you guys have all worked with with Image or are currently working with Image in some cases, uh, and, and I think it's very interesting. And you know, it, Image has been kind of the uh, um, the the mantle for creator-owned comics for for quite a while now and that that has to be kind of an interesting relationship and i'm do you guys know how image is looking at kickstarter right now are they looking at it as you know uh, a competitor are they looking at kickstarter as just another kind of creation it it, it it's i mean it's we're we're pretty early in this crowdsourcing comic book publishing model how do you how do you think they're viewing it well i don't um image isn't alone in that in that regard i mean no I no know. it's a, a every publisher right well i mean i know that um i'm trying to think off the top of my head what i don't i don't think image worries a lot about what other people are doing in general okay. um and i think i think that's kind of been the strength of their revival over the past few years mm-hmm. is that um you know they have faith that if they do things correctly and bring in the right talent and let the right talent tell their stories, they're going to succeed. And that's, and, and they finally, I think in the past few years figured out, you know, how best to get books out on time. They're figuring out how to get the right number of books ordered. Um, they're finding out how to work with the top talent, you know, so, so to their credit, I think they're, you know, I think they're, they're less worried about what everyone else is doing. And I think image and any other publisher see, should see this, as just another way to spread the gospel, you know. I mean, sure. I don't, none of us, none of us plan on stopping working with different publishers. I mean, I'm trying to get the next Wine Dick book out through Image, and I've mm-hmm. got, you know, Billy Smoke will be out from Oni soon. And Jeremy is what? Are, are you still um, exclusive to to Top Cow? Um, I am wrapping up my exclusive, but honestly, okay. uh, I don't have any plans to go anywhere. You know, my relationship with Top Cow has been. Fantastic, and um, they're working a lot closer with Image itself lately. And it's just you know, it's a great company to work for. Image in general, mm-hmm. the Top Cow's been very good to me too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want I want to strengthen that relationship. Yeah. I want to keep that relationship going. Yeah, and then and then Seth, I mean, you're uh, I I think you know Seth is one of those creators that has has kind of been. In the background, and 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 you know, you jump jump in if if I'm miss you know characterizing you. I think part of it for me is mm-hmm. I comics is not my full time job. I mean, I yeah, I, I work education. I work in special education at high school level, and I have five kids, so I've I've got a pretty fairly busy mm-hmm. forty hour you know job plus plus my home life. So I've I've sort of treated a lot of writing sort of almost as a hobby, and I've kind of jumped in and out and. Um, you know, I, I did jump in. Like I said, I worked with Rick Remender and, and Francesco Francavilla on Sorrow. Mm-hmm. And Clay and I have worked together in the past. And I've done some anthology stuff. I did the Wolverine Mastery. So, um, but, but I do view Bad Karma as sort of my way of, of getting into it as a, as a little more serious endeavor. With, with my Marvel work, um, over the last four months, you know, it's sort of 
sort of allowed me to kind of form the spearhead of this. And then I want to follow that up with something creator-owned and, and interesting, which is, you know, what I'm doing with Bad Karma. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's a neat way to kind of, um, you know, you get your name out there. And I'm, I definitely, you know, I mean, you got Alex is a you know best-selling author and mm-hmm. Jeremy and Claire are well-established. So I've, I've been lucky. The company I keep has sort of um, allowed me some some ins and, and some ways to get my name out there. But this is definitely a more serious push making the last several months, starting with the X-Men and then, and then now going into this. You know, I've been, I've been aware of your work for, you know, it's, it's probably what, six, seven years now that at least that, that you've been yeah, writing. At least. Yeah. I think Rick and I did sorrow back in 2003. Maybe? God, is it, it was after that. It was later than that. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. Yeah. Don't make me feel that old. work on projects that are maybe not tailored for them just to get a foot in the door and i've seen well, and i've seen a lot of stuff that you've done it's like no this is what seth, want, seth, seth wants to be seth, reading you want, you want to talk about your my little pony comic now oh <laughs> god is he a brony I don't know. is seth no, a brony no we're not making yeah, fun no, of those I'm people not. either <laughs> stop it now yeah no i i yeah i understand what you're saying no i i have been fortunate i've been able to be selective mm-hmm. um and and work on things that, that are a good fit for me and interesting for me. Um, and that's, you know, that's the luxury of having my full-time job and, and, you know, having a lot of mouths to feed is I've always had to have the stable, you know, the stable work. So, um, you know, I, I think it all comes down to, you know, you, you, you get your foot in the door how you can. And I've been lucky and, and, uh, have been able to be selective, but you know, I, I, I don't progress the guy who writes a five page backup somewhere. Cause you know, it, it is a tough place to get your foot in the door. I've just been lucky. Um, you know, I, I I lucked out and got a, a Wolverine gig for my first thing at Marvel. So, yeah. um, hey, uh, you, you're fo- you're following you're following the Jason Aaron model. Very well, <laughs> Jason's one of my best friends, and, and you know, so for sure, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I think everybody would love to do it the way Jason d- did. You know, I mean, he's really been able to work on. Uh, Except nobody's know, ever no, nobody's ever done it the way Jason did. But yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, he's his path for sure, but um, <laughs> you know, it's. it's it's nice to be able to be selective. I, I've been lucky in that sense. By the cool. way, it was 2007, Seth, is when was it really? See, I have no concept of time whatsoever. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, what, let's, let's talk about Bad Karma a little bit. We've talked about uh, Kickstarter and, and your guys' you know, careers a, a little bit. Now, Bad Karma is a we, – and we've got, what, uh, by the time this airs, about eight days or so to go uh, still in the Kickstarter. You guys have uh, achieved your goal already, and you're doing uh, some stretch goals now, so there's still time to get in on on the goodness of it but um let us know a little bit about what bad karma is uh, as uh as far as uh it's uh what an, an anthology graphic novel is that the best way to 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 phrase it i don't know jeremy is that okay yeah we've no. gone back and forth on exactly how to describe it it's, it's not really an anthology but it does contain multiple stories so i don't know that we ever settled on a good term it's it's a multi-story Graphic extravaganza. Yeah. And it's hard. <laughs> the, uh, I, I don't know. Um, the trick of it is, you know, the, the term anthology is kind of an odd thing. Um, 
typically you've got a large group of writers and a large group of artists kind of coming together. We really Will focus on... Well, I mean, you know, look, some no, of them are fans. Will, I mean, willy-nilly. That's how they come together. Willy-nilly. Okay. Um, but uh, what we wanted to do was... This, this project is the four of us with a very specific um, world that we're building. It's all kind of tied together inside of the project. Um, we weren't doing it to be exclusive of other writers and stuff like that, but, but it was very specifically the four of us working on this. Um, because, and what, because, because screw those other writers. But that was, it wasn't a personal <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're right. It is, but it, to Jeremy, Jeremy, it's, it is, this is the one thing, as we've explained it, that I just want mm-hmm. to make sure everyone's clear on. It is, it literally is five separate concepts that are sort of, they, they exist in their own worlds, but each concept can stand on its own without any knowledge of the other okay. concepts. Okay. Join them all separately or view it as a larger whole and definitely take more away from it. Okay. Nice. You know, like a lot of comic book universes, I mean, tend to, you know, you, you, you can have space stuff going on in Marvel comic books that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what the X-Men are doing at the time. So are you guys the, the primary writers? Because, you know, Jeremy, you're, you're a writer and an artist. Are you contributing art to it, or are you just writing? Um, I'm doing a little bit of both, actually. A little bit, okay. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm um, writing. Each, each of us is writing an individual story, and then we're coming together and writing the story, The Ninth Life of Solomon Gunn. Okay. And uh, it's the centerpiece story, and but we're writing it kind of in like a writer's room style, sort of uh, like television mm-hmm. is done. Um, it's all you know, the four of us uh, kind of butting heads and, and coming together on it. Um, and I'm drawing that one. Okay, nice. Yeah, and I, I don't think the original idea was to have. I think originally we weren't going to have Jeremy draw it, but I think he sort of fell in love with the concept and wanted to, and we obviously weren't going to turn him down. So. Yeah, it, sure. was, it was interesting because they they actually specifically came. They're like, "Look, we're not asking you as an as, which you know." I, I think it's it, w- it was a real honor to have it presented this way. It was like you know we like what you're bringing to the table as a writer. We want you to do that. We're not just trying to sucker you in here because you know you're because I'm an artist. Um, and um, you know it, it was a real honor. I I, I, I like. I, if I've been trying to steadily work my career in the direction of doing more and more, more writing. So the four of you are the writers now. Uh, for the for the art for the art side of it, um, who are some of the artists that you guys have working on the project? Because it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty awesome awesome lineup. Um, Jeremy Hahn. Okay. <laughs> and um, and uh, um, Phil has to, the, the the guys doing the four. Stories, mm-hmm. the, the five stories. Obviously, Jeremy is doing the the Ninth Life of Solomon Gun, which, as Jeremy said, the four of us have we, the mo- probably the most interesting experience putting this together has been trying to collaborate as four separate writers, uh, mm-hmm. one of whom is drawing a story and would really like you know wanted us to make sure we could get him something to draw um, rather than <laughs> just spin our wheels in four different directions for for weeks at a time. Um, that that to me was was the most. Um, like out of the box experience because I've collaborated to some degree. Seth and I have collaborated before, but I've never really with four set, you know, four guys putting together an extremely complex 
um, concept and then sort of handing off different um, areas of the writing. But I, th- I actually think as it's come together, it's been um, – it's worked out pretty well, I think. Um, I just yeah, want to well, kind of address that because I think it's been an interesting experience. It was like I had a loose concept that Alex tore all the crap out of and we kind of reconstituted and then we tried something else and then Alex just kind of sat down and wrote a kind of a baseline uh, concept based on what we were talking about, which led to him then sort of throwing a plot at us, which we addressed, and then I kind of broke it down in a page-by-page page thing, and then Seth sat down and wrote, you know, the first nine pages, and, you know, I mean, it's... It, it's nine? Kind of like, I only have five. What? No. Uh, well, I mean... I'm, I'm just... Yeah, that's... Um, the other artist is handling the rest of it, but... Um, <laughs> but so, but I mean, I think... Oddly enough, once we had the plot in place, I don't know, Seth. I, it's it's been kind of a little easier than I thought it would be. Yeah, I think um, so too. It, it's we all have such kind of different styles, and we have a lot of shared sensibilities. Is something we come back to a lot. We mention it, and I think we do. But we all kind of approach things differently. And it, Clay mentioned Jeremy sort of being the guy that said, "Hey guys, can, can you actually get me some pages so I can start writing?" Because it, it is, you know, I have the same tendency as Clay does too, is to, you know, we just bounce stuff back and forth and, and Jeremy sort of kept us on an actual, you know, hey, I need to get this started. Let's And then Alex Alex finally just said, Well how's this? you know, I mean which is what we needed. Because <laughs> we spent a lot of time just like saying what we wouldn't do and kicking loose ideas around, but at some sure. point we need we needed the base to build on. And 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 Alex by nature I mean you know he just he just w- waded right into it. And mm-hmm. um and you know then we anyway it's it's been a pretty cool experience um I think and, and it's also nice to be able to take someone's concept and kind of build a story around it. But then also if you do get stuck or there's some confusion, you can kind of, you know, call Alex or drop him a line or, you know, ask for some clarification. We can talk about it. Uh, it's been much smoother than I thought it might have been in that regard. So nice. I think one of, one of the really exciting parts was just I, I tend to do a lot of um, – I, I work in pretty broad strokes, I think, when I write. Like I, I, I'm kind of a, a plot guy, a story guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I tend to kind of throw things out there, and then they are really great. The other three are really great at making sense of it and making it actually work. You know? um, and um, But it was nice to be able to ask questions of specific story points and then get – and because I think that when we started asking questions about what was there, we really built it into some exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. What was the um, – uh, the – the feeling whenever you saw that the project was actually funded it was oh shit we got to make a book now yeah. <laughs> i don't know i mean i think we i think we were we had faith that it would be funded um mm-hmm. you know and obviously we're still in the process of of uh you know of seeing you know it's not just seeing how much money the project brings in but what i always look at and i've got it up on my ipad now is the you know how many copies of the book people are buying which is what what's the real exciting thing you know i mean mm-hmm. You know, a few hundred. I mean, that's that's cool to me. I mean, just just to realize all these people are gonna, you know, hold the book in their hands. So, um, when when is uh, uh, when's it set for uh, for publication? Uh, <laughs> is it June? It's June. It's June. June. I don't I don't know what the exact date we had was, but June. Well, okay. we want to have it. We want we want to debut it at Heroes Con in Charlotte. Um, okay. And I think you should debut it at C2E2 in Chicago. 
When is C2E2? Right. Nah, we too early. It's in April. Yeah, it's in see, April. We can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Stop we, we, actually, we actually wanted to, um, Stop you know, wanted to try to get it out a little earlier, but mm-hmm. uh, one of the limitations that you run into really quickly when, you, when you're doing this on your own is uh, printing schedules and stuff like that. Sure. Figuring out how, to, oh my gosh, like, like we were working with a really great printer and we talked to them and, uh, and in order you know, it's going to be on a getting ready to be loaded onto a boat from China about the time mm-hmm. that we get to see to it too. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's a long, long haul. Yeah. I mean, and, and me, that's, I mean, that's what I do for a living. I'm a, I'm an art director and I work with, you know, printers in China and, 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 My God, and why didn't we talk to you earlier? You should have. Do you like the, um, business side to it? The stuff that is outside of the actual, like sitting down and making I, the neat stories part of it. I love that Jeremy's handling most of that. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't really, I didn't really, uh, know what I was getting myself into. When it's I a lot. It's guys. a lot. I ain't real good. I'm not real good at the business thing. Um, but uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I know. I mean, it's been great that, that mm-hmm. somebody because Jeremy's got this kind of uh, borderline neurotic personality when it comes to stuff that has to get done. He wants to get it done, which is yeah. a little different from most people in comics. That's why he's, you know, that's why he can sit down and draw a monthly book and do other stuff is because sure. he treats it like, you know, a job. this is my job. <laughs> like a do. job. Um, mm-hmm. Wait, hang on. Uh, Phil Hester is drawing one of the stories. Uh-huh. Um, Ty Walker. Is drawing Seth's story. Um, Chris for Mitten is drawing my story. And, nice. Uh, Mike Tisserand is drawing Jeremy's story. I realized we didn't answer your question. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was gonna, no, I had seen that uh, that Chris Mitten was uh, was involved, and he's uh, a fellow Chicagoan, which is very cool. And uh, uh, he's done stuff uh, Wasteland, and he's working with Steve Niles yeah, on, I know who uh, he is. on stuff. Yeah, well, I'm. It's for the people oh, out there. Right. So, um, he just did a, he just did a Batman digital thing too. As as did you. Yes, as did I with Ben Templesmith, who was also contributing to the project. Mm-hmm. That's I. I think Jenny's from Chicago. We have some other. Yeah, Chicago Jenny. People. Have you oh. seen the piece? Oh, you haven't seen it yet. No, is uh, well, Jen, Jenny. Jenny Frizen. Yes, Jenny Frizen. Well, I mean, Jenny. Jenny's more of a cover artist these days. Is she doing sequentials? No, no, no. She did a, a beautiful, a, a bulk, a large portion of the book is going to be artists um, doing single illust- single full page, full color illustrations based on the stories. Oh, cool! Uh, so it works as kind of a comic book with prose, comic book stories, mm-hmm. and as well as like um, an art portfolio kind of thing. Um, so that's what Ben's doing. Jenny did a beautiful full color piece that um, we haven't previewed yet, but uh, I think probably tomorrow um, will be seen online. Um, so, yeah. Close, close. We got. Oh, we got. Um, uh, I worked with uh, Brian Koshak. Uh, on Narcoleptic Sunday a few years ago for mm-hmm. me. And he's doing a short story for us, but he also, just because he's awesome and a good guy, turned in a uh, an illustration piece yesterday for Clay's story, Old Dog, and it looks great. Yeah. Nice. So who else is, is uh, um, Shane Shane White is doing a short story. Is Shaky Kane still doing a story for us? Is that correct? I, I believe, yeah, yeah. You guys are bringing it. Um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, who, who else is Andy McDonald is doing one of the shorts. I'm working with Andy McDonald on. Oh, one. how yeah. cool! Yeah, so, um, Shay- and, so- uh, an artist named Andrew McLean and I are, are doing something. Um, who uh, is pretty pretty awesome. Story that uh, Nathan mm-hmm. Fox is illustrating as well. 
Alejandro Aragon and I are doing a story together too. So. Ah. Um, Nathan Fox, Shaky Kane, Shane White, Jenny Frizen, Phil uh, Tony Hester. Harris is supposed to be doing a piece for us. Um, ah. I mean, we got the, the list of, of people. Chris who, Somni. Yeah, Somni. Somni, Rafael Albuquerque, Mike Hawthorne, Robbie Ramon, Rodriguez. Ramon Perez. Um, Kevin Mellon's doing a short for me. Yeah. So it's, it's the, it's, look, we. That's crazy. And, we we hang out like these are people that are friends of ours who, yeah. um, we respect the hell out of as creators. So the the awesome thing is that um, maybe it's because I don't know because similar sensibilities tend to sort of I don't know, run together or what have you. But like there's almost nobody working in comics that we didn't feel comfortable approaching. Mm-hmm. Um, not not that we were afraid they'd say yes or no, but in terms of the, the quality, you know, what we wanted to see in this book. Um, and these are all people who have real distinct individual styles. Yeah. Uh, many of whom have succeeded doing, you know, with those styles in the mainstream. But um, you know, these are all just crazy creative. And it's, and, and it's a lot of people that you guys have have been able to work with over the years, and mm-hmm. in, in one way or another. And you know, we we know, you know, the convention circuits that that people get to to know each other and and say, hey, you know, what's yeah, what's what's work together, let's do something at some point. So a project like this is a, a perfect opportunity uh, to do that. And, and uh, Jonathan Hickman, of course, did the uh, design work for the cover and designed our nice. logo for us and everything. So. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah. You, it's funny you actually talk about the uh, the thing about you know on the convention circuit and being able to hang out with people and stuff like that. Uh, Philip Sadlick and I talked whenever I came on to Top Cow about mm-hmm. you know, if you like people, if you like being able to hang out with people, you kind of have to figure out a way to work together. And yeah. uh, this has been one of those wonderful experiences where. We're getting to not only work with some of the most talented artists in the business, but they're our friends too. So it's like a nice excuse that hey, we can you know we can actually have this extra little bit of hanging out time and stuff at shows. It's nice. Is there anything else with uh, with bad karma that we should let people know about? Besides, I mean, I'm, we kind of hit it. It's 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 uh, color two hundred page graphic novel, all creator owned stuff. It's well, just to kind of make mm-hmm. it clear too, we're, we're bad karma itself. Um, we came together as a group prior to the idea of, you know, of doing the anthology. So mm-hmm. we we plan on kind of using the anthology as an introduction to the four of us as sort of a, I don't know, a, a virtual um, writers community or what have you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a, a virtual studio. You know, uh, the four of us plan on continuing to work together uh, both uh, with an extension of, of things that will spin directly out of this book. The book is called Bad Karma Volume 1. Um, we'd love to do another volume that introduces newer concepts, um, you know, but hopefully it's a springboard to a whole kind of new area of creative uh, endeavors that we as a group will undertake because um, we think the four of us – the four of us have different sensi- – similar sensibilities but different takes on things and and, and, and I think it spurs all of us to come together and, and, and work together on projects like this. So um, hopefully you'll see the goal is to see um, some, some, some stuff spin directly out of these five stories. All five of these stories are designed. Um, these are all self-contained stories, but they're all designed uh, as, as small pieces of larger puzzle uh, puzzles that we'll hopefully um, put together um, beyond this volume so i mean it's not just one book that we're putting together it's mm-hmm. you know the idea is um a collection like, of stories and ideas that you know maybe something spins out of it but you know this yeah. could be you know kind of the you, you look at like dark horse presents 
Um, actually, one thing I wanted to hit on really quick mm-hmm. uh, was just, um, you know, there there is a lot of talk about what um, books that that have been funded on Kickstarter. Uh, you, you hit your goal and kind of what that means and, and where money is going. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes people assume that that um, you know a- after we hit the initial eighteen thousand five hundred, you know, we're just going to start throwing the money in the air and you know it's going to be all hookers and blow for us and stuff like that. That's 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 not really. Um, even beginning to be the case. Uh, <laughs> it's just hookers, not specifically, blow. Specifically speaking, there's absolutely no hookers or blow involved in this project. Seth got strangely quiet. <laughs> I, I was I was unaware of this development. This is news to me. I... Wasn't that the subtitle of the book? Yeah, I I was expecting hookers and cocaine. Bad karma. Bad karma is actually the name of a stripper that we're supporting. So. <laughs> So, so Jeremy, what, what, after the, the hookers and blow have been funded, what, what are, what are the stretch goals? From that, we, we went to, uh, over 20,000, mm-hmm. which immediately everybody that gets a book, gets a really cool Kraken, uh, the Kraken Corporation, uh, print and it's a hand done print. The Kraken so Corporation, we- the Kraken Corporation, by the way, is that thread that runs through all the stories. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so, um, yeah. And Jeremy did some real cool drawings. Um, but, and, and then, then from there, it just kind of, you know, builds, uh, like earlier you were asking about the paper nerd stuff, well, mm-hmm. you know, the thing about it is, is like, you know, uh, the initial 18,500 covered printing the book, um, getting all of our incentives, sh- uh, printed up and, and done and sent out to people. And that's about it, you know, um, so everything beyond that um, is us upgrading the paper of the book. It's uh, sure. we added spot gloss, you know, to, to the cover. Um, you know, um, and making more copies of the book since more people are buying them. I mean, and and you know, and Jeremy came up with some cool. Uh, he's got like a slipcase special edition uh, that we're putting together that costs you know us money to do, and. Um, so, you know, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, the money's all kind of going right back into the project is what he's saying. Great. Yeah. Uh, isn't that what you're saying, Jeremy? Basically? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I think the next one that we're at, uh, if we get to 30,000, uh, we're going to make, we're doing a, a cool gatefold um, image. But um, Mark Engler, some people know him from coloring a lot of books and doing drawing. You know, he's, he's coloring Revival right now and doing some amazing drawing of his own. But he's been doing these uh, prints. These just fucking brilliant um, prints that uh, he did. recently did a bad uh, uh, Breaking Bad one and mm-hmm. it's done The Walking uh, Dead and was it the fringe print that I just saw some PR for? All these things are he's like developed this niche audience for these prints that he makes um, nice. based based on pop culture, um, you know, icons or what have you and and. And they're freaking—they're really cool. Um, I, I own—I own way too many of them myself. But but yeah, he's actually probably now the most popular <laughs> person doing anything on this book because uh, because of his his print work. It, it's it's just it's hit a a pretty massive scale and it's wonderful stuff. So yeah, he's going to basically do the equivalent of that for the book if we can if we can get to the to the to the stretch goal total so we can afford to put it in there. But. Um, you know, and and I think I don't know. We haven't really. I think we'll probably 
you know, we'll coordinate it with Mark, but I'm sure that will have to be available separately in some way or another because he'll have, yeah, yeah. you know, he'll have his his fans are looking for that. Mark's a guy; he's been around forever. He's like he's done. What is he? What did he draw for? He drew some stuff for Eric Larson. Um, did he? I don't know. He's he's a great artist too. He can mimic all kinds of different styles and just a generally cool dude. So, nice. um, well, you guys are um, um, you've met your first goal. You're. Uh, quickly approaching that that thirty thousand mark. You're you're sitting about twenty seven now as we're recording. So you know definitely within within sight. Um, so this gets met and you guys get the book out and everything is good. Um, is Bad Karma Volume Two is that is that the next step? No. <laughs> Take a break. Is that the no, next I, step? I actually, I, I think the next. I think uh-huh. guys. I mean, as we're talking about this. As it relates to this specific project, I think we'd like to develop some of the properties from within the book and okay. maybe expand the, them out into – yeah, and take them out of the book and, and sort of expand on them. Uh, you know, I, I, We'd like to take The Ninth Life of Solomon Gunn, uh, which is the story that all five of us are, or, or all four of us are working on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we'd love to develop that into a larger story, whether it's a miniseries or a graphic novel. Um, and, and Old Dog, the story that Chris Minton and I are doing together – um, which is really the first kind of hard-boiled noir stuff I've ever really done in comics. Um, really? Uh, yeah, you know, I wouldn't consider Hawaiian Dick hard-boiled. No, no, um, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, I've eliminated. You know, it's 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 kind of real. I don't know. It's more real-world kind of hard-edged mm-hmm. shit. Um, so, but you know, I, I know that I would. I definitely want to do more with that character. I mean, um, that concept is really. It's one of those things that's really hooked into my my uh my psyche now so uh hopefully chris and i can expand you know and and again hopefully people read the book respond to these stories um you know and really want to see more of each of them that's kind of one of the one that, of the that, that yeah one. that yeah that's kind of the 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 basis of it is trying to get yeah. that stuff now yeah well as you guys expand just because you know i love the whole concept of you know the crowdsourcing and and kind of building this umbrella, will it stay under some sort of bad karma umbrella, or are you just kind of free yeah. to do whatever you want? No, I think I don't know. I mean, I think I, these, these projects that we're doing, yeah, that we're starting here, we are going to continue to work together on. I okay. think we're all individually going to do our own stuff outside of this. You know, I, I frequently work with uh, Jason Hurley on stuff like mm-hmm. the beauty and things like that, and you know, Alex has his his, his little career and, and uh, but but I think that we want to come together and we want to work on I'm sure Alex aspect. is going to enjoy you referring to it as his little prose career he's in a hotel room writing poems or something <laughs> I, don't I don't know exactly what he does but it's exhausting oh my god <laughs> my, my, my wife, monstery. When, when, when I told my wife that um, I was going to <laughs> Whenever I told her I was going to be working on this project with with Alex, uh, she's like, "Hey, can we can we get an early copy of the next yard book?" And I'm like, uh, "I'll see what I can do, baby." Which, and, by the way, will be out almost at exactly the same time as Bad Karma Volume One. So that's nice. The Black Good. Country. Oh, I was going to say one more thing. I, mm-hmm. I do think. I mean, you asked about the Bad Karma umbrella. I, th- I think these projects will probably always be in some way or another branded as Bad Karma okay. extensions. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, the ninth, the, the ninth Life of Solomon Gun will be created by Bad Karma, which is, you know, which is our the name of our boy band. So, um, when, when, um, you know, when and if that comes out separately, um, you know, and that doesn't necessarily mean it'll be, you know, slapped on the front cover. But I mean, that's that's kind of the goal. You know, we'd like to continue to uh, 
sit on eggs together and see what hatches. All right. That's a and metaphor I just made up. <laughs> that that is that is a wonderful way of, of putting I I I'm like not even drinking. The mental imagery is is frightening there, Clay. Uh I All right, well, well, guys, it's um, like I said, I I kicked it. I can't wait to uh, to see it in uh, June, July, whenever it comes out. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's exciting to see uh, to see four of my favorite uh, favorite creators getting together and bringing in even more of my favorite artists to to do this. So uh, awesome! Congratulations for uh, for meeting your uh, your your go ahead goal. And uh, uh, if people are are interested in uh, in continuing to to get involved with this, uh, you can uh, uh, just. What Google up bad karma, uh, Kickstarter karma. Well, just go to Kickstarter.com and, and, and I think you can search for bad karma. And, yeah, you know if, if you're interested. Um, and, and you know, we're also on Twitter and um, Facebook and Instagram and the whole nine yards. And the whole nine yards. So all right, well, awesome guys. Well, thank you very much, and uh, and and folks, definitely go out there and uh, and get involved with uh, with bad karma because I think it's uh, going to be the uh, the the first of a lot of really exciting projects to to come out from uh, from this umbrella. It sounds like. Thanks. If you start me up, baby, start me up on Epistyle. If you start me up. Baby, start me up on every style. I've been running hard. You got me ticking, gonna blow my top. Baby, start me up. Baby, start me up on every style. You make a dead man come. 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 come. You make a dead man come, come by.